Welcome to The Workplace, the podcast where we try to make the places we work, places we love to work. I'm Andrew Scarcella. Every episode, we'll be talking with a different expert about what makes great workplace cultures tick. A Navy fighter pilot, an HR analyst, a fashion icon, who knows? Will they have all the answers? Nope. But with each one, we'll get a little closer to figuring out what we can do to build workplace cultures where people are happy, healthy, and inspired to do the best work of their lives. This episode, we'll be talking with John Colmer about how he's helped Dow Chemical keep their promise of engaging employees, customers, and communities for impact and become one of Forbes' best companies for leadership in the process. Join us after the interview for The Takeaway, where we'll talk about what we can take with us to our own workplace cultures to make them better. John Colmer is the leader of global high potential development at Dow Chemical, who provides support, opportunities, and resources for high potential employees throughout the organization, which, with more than 43,000 employees in over 160 countries, ends up being quite a lot of people. Thanks to his clear-eyed vision and tireless championing of the idea that talent can come from anywhere, Dow consistently attracts the best and brightest from all over the world. John was interviewed by Cassie Whale, writer, journalist, and prolific world traveler. Welcome back, Cassie. Thanks, Andrew. It's fun to be here again. So what made you want to interview John Colmer for The Workplace? Well, John is one of those people with a magnetic energy. You just want to be around him, you want to learn from him, and be a little bit more like him. He's driven to make the world a better place, which is exactly what he's done at the Dow Chemical Company. His motivation to create a culture of social responsibility and diversity has led him to introduce the Leadership in Action program at Dow. This program is targeted at creating the next wave of value-based leaders in that organization and the world, really. Yeah, he's the kind of leader that makes you want to be a leader, right? Exactly. And that's what was so fascinating about sitting down with him and talking to him about this program. Well, I'm excited. Without further ado, let's get to it. So, John, thanks for joining me today. Um, Let's just start getting to know you a little bit. Kind of tell me about your history and what led you to Dow and then kind of your journey in Dow. Yeah, thank you, Cassie. Well, it's wonderful to be here. Um, so my my journey has been a been a pretty uh, pretty circuitous route to get to this point. And if I could, I'll go back a little ways because I think when we talk about the importance of culture and the importance of values, I'd like to start there, and I'll, I'll I'll move through my early years fairly quickly. But but they were really formative. You know, when I think about where values really begin and where they come from, it starts in family, and and certainly that's not. That was certainly the case for me. My father uh, was a physician as well as was in the military, so was very much uh, raised in in an atmosphere of serving and of giving. Both he and my uncle were Eagle Scouts. My My two brothers and I are all Eagle Scouts as well. And so early on, the importance of being an active member of the community, of, of being able to give to the community, was, was driven into us at a very early age. Along with that, with my father being in the military, we got to travel quite a bit. And so again, Early on, that uh, that travel bug was planted and, and sort of embedded itself in me early and, and has been constant throughout my life as well. I ended up uh, going to University of Colorado when I'm, we moved out to Colorado. And after college, one of my first 
jobs was with Southwest Airlines. I'd love to say that I planned it that way, but it was really just happenstance. My roommate from, from college freshman year got hired and said, John, great company, come work for him. And, uh, and I did. And so I started as a flight attendant. And unbeknownst to me, it was really a critical step in, in the formation of my views on the importance of culture. This was back in the early 80s. And being the first company that I ever really worked for, I assumed every company viewed their employees the same way that Southwest viewed their employees, viewed their customers the same way that Southwest Airlines viewed their, their customers. And so 12 years later, uh, when I decided to strike out and, and move back to Colorado uh, and work for a, in a different industry, it was a, it was a, a stark realization that, that not every company has that same culture and has those same beliefs. And so that was, again, a, a critical moment for me in recognizing the importance of culture and how important it is as a, as a person, as an employee, to be aligned to a company where your values and your culture are in line with the company's values and culture. Fast forward uh, about seven or eight years later, I was found myself back in Phoenix, Arizona, working for a company that was subsequently acquired by uh, a couple of times, ultimately ending up with Dow Chemical. And I can, so with that, I've been with Dow for about uh, 18 years now, and because I get to add all that time together. And uh, I, I can honestly say that I have once again found a home where the company's values are absolutely in line with my values of protecting people, protecting the planet, and integrity. And so within that 18 years of working for Dow, I've had a number of unique opportunities. Uh, one of the, the really unique uh, challenges that I was faced with, I had a five-year period, Cassie, when I was part of a process improvement team and had the opportunity to wear my human resources, organizational effectiveness, and organizational design hat, and work in 45 different manufacturing sites around the world. Many of those in Asia, Pacific, in Latin America, uh, Europe, and, and a number here in the United States as well. And it rekindled that love of travel that had been there all along, and it absolutely re-sparked my interest in culture and how even culture within a single company can be so different based upon background, heritage, location, uh, and what's going on. And so over the course of five years, uh, when I was traveling 40 weeks out of the year, it was such an incredible experience. So seven years ago, I was asked to move into Dow's corporate environment and take on responsibility for our global leadership development programs. And although I didn't know it at the time, this role has provided me with sort of the, the crucible where all of these different pieces have come together, where, where truly it's enabled me to bring my skills, my knowledge and experience gained over 30-some years of, of human resource experience, magnified through the lens of passion and focused on a single purpose. And that is providing I'm going to call them moments of magic for our leaders. These moments of magic, I, I, I think of it that way. I actually woke up at 2 o'clock this morning and, and came up with that term, sort of a play on moments that matter. And these moments of magic are creating those experiences that are aha moments 
coupled with some oh crap moments uh, that often reveal themselves as aha moments, and that allow people to see the world and see themselves in a completely different way, sort of shattering the paradigm. One example of the program that, uh, that I was able to help introduce into Dow seven years ago is our Leadership in Action program. This is a program that's, uh, that's targeted on emerging leaders, uh, so relatively new leaders within Dow, and it provides them with the opportunity to apply their professional skills, knowledge, and experience through the lens of passion to the purpose of assisting nonprofit organizations in some of the world's emerging geographies. Two weeks ago, I was in Mumbai, India with 43 of our leaders uh, who were working with seven organizations in the Mumbai community around sustainable housing in the slum areas, access to clean water, uh, sustainable beach cleanups, helping disabled artists be able to, to not only find um, a canvas for them to express themselves, but a way for them to, to get that out into the world and to, to share their unique talents with the world. And in the process of doing that, you get to witness these 43 very professional individuals evolve right before your eyes. To see them see the world differently, to view themselves differently. And and the beauty of that is they will never be the same. And when they go back to leading their teams again throughout the world, they bring in this unique, diverse view of the world, which really drives to a, to a, to a culture of inclusion, where you realize that every voice matters, that every experience matters, and it's only through that cacophony of, of different experiences and different voices that we become the best that we can be and become, as a company, the most innovative, customer-centric, inclusive, sustainable company that we can be. Wow, that is quite a journey. I like that. <laughs> yes. And you do have so much passion for it. You can, you can hear it in your voice, your passion. Where does that, where does that come from? You know, Cassie, I... Again, I, I feel so blessed that this role was custom made for me. Um, it wasn't by any means, but but it feels that way. Um, I am not ashamed to tell people all the time that I have the best gig in the company. I get to not only work with incredible people, but I get to do work that I believe in, that I see makes a difference, and and that I love doing. My wife teases me all the time that uh, when I get talking about it, and it's, it's early yet, so I haven't teared up yet, but usually I start tearing up about it. And uh, I know when I'm, when I'm facilitating my leadership development courses, it becomes a sort of a, a standing bet. It's not, when, it's not uh, if John will cry at some point during the, uh, the presentation, it's when during the presentation, because I do. I just get so excited and so passionate. And, and mostly it's because of the change the change that is happening right before my eyes. If somebody were to come to you and say, John, we want to do what you're doing in Dow. We want to create these great leaders and these great experiences. What, what can we do? Where do we begin? What advice would you give them? First, I would say, go for it. Absolutely. Uh, and I can tell you at Dow, we are more than willing to share our, our lessons learned, our experiences, our best practices. Because in the world of, of making the world better, 
it's not a competition. Um, this is truly the case where the rising tide lifts all boats. But a couple of key things that, that I think have been absolutely critical to, to the success uh, that we have found within Dow. The first is, again, ensuring that the programs and the, the work that you want to do are in alignment with the company's values. And I'm very fortunate that at Dow, that is absolutely the case. Secondly, uh, and tied in with that, is, is finding the stakeholders that are willing to take a bet on you. And so several of us within the company had this vision of, of doing more while developing our leaders. And so we began talking. We were connected with, with leaders throughout the company, including our CEO, our current CEO, our, our vice president of human resources, our, our vice president of sustainability, who all shared that vision and became a part of that conversation. And, and as we talked about it, they had the willingness and the belief in, in me and the others who were working behind the scenes to say, you know what? We don't know if this will work or not, but go for it. Let's try it. If, you're, if we're going to fail, let's fail fast, and, but, but we don't think you will. And uh, so having that kind of support was absolutely critical. So I, it was interesting that they said, if you're going to fail, fail fast. Like, let's give this a try. Why take that gamble? Like, what does the company get out of it if it, if it is successful? Yeah, great question. Well, first off, you know, when you think about innovation, um, the only way you innovate is through rapid failure. Or you got to keep trying. And thankfully, at Dow Chemical, in our 129-year history, um, we are known and, and have, are one of the most innovative companies out there. And so, so we're not afraid to fail. Worse is not to try. One of the benefits, and actually we, we call it, we've come to refer to it as, as the triple benefit of, of programs like Leadership in Action, is that the benefits to, to Dow are multifold. Number one, we're developing a new breed of leaders, people who truly see themselves as citizens of the world and, and people who know that they can make a difference around the world. So, so we're developing leaders uh, for the future. We're developing communities, the communities that we work and live in. Our first six years of leadership in action have taken place in true emerging geographies for Dow, ranging from, from Ghana, Africa, Ethiopia, Surabaya, Indonesia, the Philippines. Last year, we were in Hanoi, Vietnam. And as I mentioned, we were just in uh, Mumbai, uh, India, uh, two weeks ago. And, and these are growth markets for Dow. And so as you can imagine, having 50 employees coming in and working with nonprofit organizations in these new communities, communities that are that where Dow is a relatively new player, it allows us to introduce Dow as not only the world's leading material science company, but a company of people who care about the communities that we that we work and live in. And then thirdly, in doing all of that guess what? We often uncover some business opportunities. Again, these are emerging markets. We're, we're making connections with people, making connections with governments and non-government organizations. And so this triple benefit, benefiting our leaders, our communities, and business developing business opportunities absolutely have produced tangible results that in fact have paid for themselves within the first couple of years of the program. An additional benefit, if I could, we have found within our retention rates. So within our high potential uh, leader population, which is, is much of the group that I work with, in many companies, this is a group that has 
historically high attrition rates as they are being poached by other companies. Everybody wants the best. At Dow, we're somewhat unique in that we don't lose people. In fact, from our female participants, we've had zero attrition. From our employees of color, people of color, zero attrition. That in and of itself is paying for the program. It's incredible. Those were never stated goals, but what huge benefits for the organization uh, moving forward. As the leader of this leadership program, what do you do to develop yourself as a better leader? Do you have any, any advice, any favorite books, any readings, any habits? What, what do you do to help develop yourself? Certainly one of my biggest lessons has been the lesson that one size never fits all. And that applies across so many different uh, areas. And, and being willing to try. Uh, just over breakfast this morning, I was in a conversation and, and we made the comment that if you don't ask, the answer is already no. And so I'm not afraid to ask questions and, and I'm not afraid to try new things. I'm not afraid of failing. And I've been able to sur surround myself with just incredible family, friends, and, and coworkers. And I'm so blessed to feel like I'm able to make a difference. And I, and I hope I am. Now it's time for Tangible Takeaways, where we break down big ideas into bite-sized pieces you can take with you and implement in your workplace culture. The first is to embrace the oh-crap moments. Moments of crisis can bring about real change and growth, so lean into the chaos and use it as an excuse to shake things up and question the way you do things. The second is that true job satisfaction comes when your company's values and goals align with your own. But don't just take John Comer's word for it. The recently released 2018 Global Culture Study, done by our lovely sponsor, O.C. Tanner, found that only 53% of respondents work at companies where they find the purpose to be personally inspiring. But simply by communicating your company purpose in newsletters, emails, posters, in person, what have you, employees are 32% more likely to think that their organization positively affects the lives of others and 30% more likely to believe that their organization inspires them to work towards a common goal. So speak up. The third is that Dow Chemical sounds like an awesome company to work for, doesn't it? Think they're looking for a better-than-average podcaster? I kid. I'm very happy with my job. Call me. If you like this episode, please subscribe, rate, and review The Workplace on iTunes. It really helps us grow and understand our audience better. The Workplace is sponsored by O.C. Tanner, the global leader in employee recognition. O.C. Tanner helps thousands of top companies create engaging cultures where people can accomplish and appreciate great work. 25 of the Fortune 100 best companies to work for use an O.C. Tanner recognition solution. Learn how to influence greatness in your organization at octanner.com.